time on our hands. It's Bob Stuff Weekly with Tony and George. Come on and lend us your ear. Bob Stuff Weekly, there's plenty in store. Drinking plenty of beer. Bob Stuff! Well, it's Tony and George here pulling off a last-minute butt stuff podcast, you butt sluts. Oh, this is great. I'm excited. Tony is. Uh, Tony looks like shit. Yeah, I feel pretty terrible. Um, I don't really want to do this. You guys don't really deserve me. I'm going to say what it is. Yeah. I've had to uh, pull Tony out of a bathtub with a toaster this week. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been rough. It's been pretty tough, so... I'm here. I'm hoping to get a win. I just saw that Jalen Waddle's out this week, so I'm pretty fucked. Yeah, Tony's, yeah. I'm going to lose to John. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's tough. It's tough sledding over here. Tough in the streets. Oh, yeah. It's, it's rough for uh, by Curious George. I really, I'm a firm believer that names give you karma, and I think you, you attacked me, uh, and it just did backfired on you. What, should I put something a little more PC? Something like everyone in this group is fantastic and amazing? Yeah, probably. That'll yeah. give me some good juju. You, you did pretty good with George's Coke nose, if I remember correctly. <laughs> was that a name? <laughs> yeah, that was your name for quite a I'm while. A, I might bring back the uh, Rough Siders. That's probably one of my all-time favorites. The Rough Siders Anthem. Like, yes, yeah, Rough Siders classic. Anthem. Yep. There was a while where TJ was just putting, I think, direct racial slurs on here he's, until ESPN banned it. He's changed it a bit. Um <laughs> I mean, yours is a wet bandits. I mean, that could be... That's that's pretty uh, down the middle, I think. I Family I friendly. I think some people, would, TJ would think it meant something else. Yeah, like sexual wetness. I just think of certain... Of, uh, Public urination. I, I'm thinking more of like a Latino fan base or something. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, the Aaron Hernandez's. Yes. I can see that. Anyway, uh, now we've already got ourselves into hot water a minute and a half into the pod, Tony. So let's cut right down to the chase. <laughs> And we'll start out with a week two recap since we missed last week. Uh, first matchup I got here on my screen is the Seizure Backs against the Wet Bandits. I got my ass kicked, but I didn't have a terrible week. And again, if you combine your name and Vinny's name, we're back right at it, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you know, 100 points. It's, it's I mean, it's good. It's about what I can do right now. I can't talk too much shit. Uh, but, you know, Vinny, Vinny put up the most points. He kicked your ass, and that's is what it is. What killed me about Vinny's team is T. Higgins, who had like basically zero points at the half and finished with twenty five. That's what happens. It man. pisses me right off. Joshua Kelly gets you three three point nine, and you know you expect something better. I mean, nothing like Eckler, but yeah, at least in ten to fifteen, you would think would be a shoe in. Kyle Pitts with a two point five a, a season high, right? I'm gonna run Kyle Pitts off the road if I see him. <laughs> I hate Kyle Pitts. <laughs> He's in Detroit. I want to stab He's him in with Detroit a knife this weekend. So go hunting. Oh, God, I hate him. I hate him. Uh, another down week for Chase. Obviously, I don't have, like, any kind of loss of faith in Chase that he's not a good player, but that offense, that team in Cincy looks bad. Yeah, it's tough, man. Imagine um, grabbing um, Jamar Chase and Aaron, Aaron Jones. Yeah. You could have had, like, CMC and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I could have and I could have scored... And Waddle, you know? 74 points last week. That's because of Justin Fields, even though I started... Rich. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Tony. I, you, know, you got no ground to stand on. At least I have a middling team. Uh, looking over at Vinny's team, I think the biggest surprise really is Michael Thomas. He, not that he's great, but, I mean, he seems to be, like, decently doing okay as a, as a number two receiver. I guess. I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's getting eight or nine. I think he's a fine flex play, I guess. Another one that surprised me is Rashad White. He's looked terrible for the last few games, and he put up 19 against me. What's really surprising Sorry, 14. Is, is his bench. You know, Vinny wasn't. Thielen it this week, and he didn't start Adam Thielen. Yeah, so a foolish move by Vinny. Uh, Kyron Williams. Uh, Vinny's been killing it on the waiver wire. I was just kind of praising Vinny actually earlier today because Vinny's been doing his research. He's made a lot of good moves. Getting Kyron Williams off waivers was great. 
He might that feeding frenzy week two. He, that was, might have been the best prize. I was just thinking, like you know, I'm waiting on waivers. But I don't know if there's going to be much left moving forward because you know, week one you had Puka available, Kyron yeah. Williams this week or last week, I guess. The thing with Puka though is Puka's not going to be anywhere near as valuable in a few weeks. Well, whereas for, I think Kyron Williams is going to be valuable all season. For someone, you know, for for Matt Matt K, it's it's a great pickup for him because it's you know as soon as he's out, you can you can dump him, you can actually get cut back in. So. Yeah, it's like the best handcuff there is. But you know, I'm just I'm just saying, like there's been great value. The last two weeks for, for for waiver pickups. I agree, and I think I think value always decreases as the season goes down. One percent right because you're already sniffing out who's who. That's why I'm rostering all the backup running backs I can. Yes. Uh, next up, we're moving on to Tyler against Mike. Mike put up 99 points. wasn't a terrible week. Tyler put up 130, second highest score in week two. I mean, and uh, he really did it behind a monster game from Swift on Thursday night. Yeah, it was a beautiful game by Swift. Never saw that in Detroit. Um, he should be the bell cow moving forward, I would think. I think uh, Gainwell's probably, you might as well drop him. That's <laughs> what I would guess. Um, <laughs> Daniel Jones had a monster game for Mike, but it wasn't enough. You know, it's hard when you go up against top teams like that. And, you know, he was a casualty this week. Yeah, yeah, it's just tough. I mean, he had a, Mike had a very similar week to mine, you know. I'll put up basically 100 points, just ran into a, a very hot team on the other end. Um, you know who's been really surprised me this year on Tyler's team is Debo Samuel. I think me and you both kind of agreed that he wasn't going to have a good year, and maybe it's the fact that Ayuk's a little banged up, but Samuel's had over 20 points now two weeks in a row. Yeah, I think, I mean, Samuel, I, sorry, Ayuk, he started last week, I believe, right? Uh, I believe so against ago. the Rams, the yeah. we're talking about, I believe he started. Yeah, and yeah. Obviously, this, this past week, he, he was out, so that's, you know, that explains the feasting for yeah. Samuel. Yeah. But, I mean, Tyler got, you know, more than 13 points from almost everyone on his roster. McLaurin, Mark Andrews, Debo, Garrett Wilson, just a little, Swift, and Pollard, just and a, Herbert. a bad start with the Detroit D, but it didn't matter. You know, if you played Vinny this week, that would have bitten him in the ass, but he didn't. Yeah, exactly. When your team goes off, who cares about your defense? Uh, and even on his bench, you know, one thing about Tyler's bench, Christian Kirk, uh, I think Christian Kirk and Zay Jones is going to be whack-a-mole all season. Well, so Zay, Zay Jones has been out the past two weeks. So Was I, he out in week two as well? Yeah, so okay. this is explaining why he, he's getting... Well, I think when I think when Zay Jones comes back, it's still going to be whack-a-mole because Kirk's played well when he's been gone. Whole three points from his uh, number one priority pick, Rashi Rice. Oh, just absolute <laughs> insanity. He could Williams. Uh, absolute who, who insanity. Who else was available that week? Yeah, Tyler, just very questionable pick of Rashi Rice. He was my Mr. Irrelevant. He was your uh, tank Dell. Yeah. Uh, looking at Mike, obviously the big issue in week two was the 3.4 from Alexander Madison. And it wasn't just that he didn't score, it's that he looked terrible if you watch the game. Uh, and, it's, you know, they traded since, so he's likely lost his job. Yeah, do you, do you see Madison and Akers splitting in Minnesota? Probably. I mean, this will be his last week. He can probably start him with conf- somewhat some confidence, I guess, you know, knowing yeah. that he's the main running back. One, one player who I think has been great on Mike's team is Addison. Really, the whole Minnesota offense has been great, but Addison has had an awesome start to his career as a rookie wide receiver. Besides uh, Madison, as you just mentioned. Yes, yes. Uh, next up, moving to John, who just laid an absolute beatdown on the Sunnyvale Shithawks. Uh, blew him out of the water by uh, <laughs> over 50 points. It's just sad. It's sad and pathetic. The upsides are really rough this oh, year. They man. combine teams. I mean, I don't know if we make the playoffs. Yeah, at this yeah point. It's, it's awful. And, and Scott really, usually Scott will go heavily into one team to a, to a good or bad result. This year he, he diversified a little bit, but the one team he leaned a little bit the most into is Cleveland. Yeah, and that bit him in the ass. Bit him in the taint. Watson looks terrible. Yeah, he does. And I have to say, I was right there with Scott. I, I really liked what I was seeing from Cleveland. I thought this might be Watson's kind of comeback year. Man, I was wrong. 
Uh, Scott had just a nightmare performance from everybody except CeeDee Lamb on his team. He had uh, James Cook on the bench got him 17.9. It would have made a difference either way, but yeah, moving I, forward, you guys made that trade, so he will be in a starting lineup. Yeah, and I mean, Brees Hall and James Cook, It's I think James Cook probably has a little bit higher ceiling. Monster game by Mike, Mike Evans. Um, Josh Jacobs has had a rough start so far, so that's something to watch. Yeah, but John's team is still legit. I mean, if Josh Jacobs is just an RB2, I think John's team is still fine. And Mostert's been a monster. Mostert's been awesome. Kenneth Walker is a borderline RB1. Um, you know, Mike Evans has been way better than Chris Godwin, unfortunately for me. So the only thing I'm really looking at with John is a little bit weak there at the wide receiver too. But once Christian Watson comes back, uh, you got to think he'll be fine. Brandon Cooks is also a solid fill-in, you know, on a bye week. Yep. So John, John looking good. I think John's definitely a top, you know, maybe four team in the league for sure. Next up, we got TJ. Show me that butthole against Matt <laughs> Eddington. Very similar scoreline to the John and Scott game. TJ just blows Matt out of the water. TJ blows Matt? Yeah, TJ, well. Out of the water. Out of the water, okay. yeah. And to be honest, if you really look at uh, Matt's roster, he didn't have a, a, like, he didn't have a dud from anybody. He just didn't have anything good, anything that good from anyone. 15 points from his quarterback. Henry got him 17. I mean, he had a bad game from his tight end and his defense. He but... had a bad game. That's his first game back, so. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, and then, you know, I mentioned Ayuk. I think I got, he must have got hurt that game. So he's been out like a week and a half pretty much. Uh, for TJ, yes. But yes. For, for Mormon, it's just kind of a – I thought Mormon's team looked good before the season started. And, man, he has looked really bad out of the gate. TJ's bench is fucking disgusting. Man. Uh, I, I just hate that <laughs> team. Brutal. His bench could have beat my squad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's brutal. horrendous, dude. Nico Collins was a great pickup. I do think – I'm not worried about Gabe Davis. I think he's a very boomer bust kind of player. He's never going to have to play him, though, you know? Yeah, same thing with Jaden Reed. I don't think TJ's ever going to play Gabe Davis or Jaden Reed. I think Jaden Reed scored off a reverse that week, so I think that was – yeah. The majority of his points. Yeah, and when uh, when Dobbs and Watson are healthy, I don't think Jaden Reed's really going to be a factor. But what kills me about TJ's team is his wide receivers. You know, Devonta Smith, Brandon Ayuk, Devonte, who was his first pick, uh, and then Nico Collins. That's a that's a really great Devonte's his third pick. Bijan, Adams, Devonte. Sorry, I meant Devonte Adams was. His, oh, but you're right. That I'm was sorry. a second, second pick. pick. Bijan yep. Robinson was his first pick. Yep. Sorry. Uh, it's, I mean, TJ did great. He knocked his, his top three picks out of the park. He got a good tight end, and he got a, and he got Ayuk. I mean, that's that's a great draft. Only his only real hole is at quarterback. I think Lamar is probably not going to have a great season this year. I mean, he can. It's it's so early. We'll see. I mean, I hope the worst for his team. Though, let's be real. <laughs> TJ definitely a very scary team going forward. Next up, we'll go to another ass kicking. Aaron against Tony. Uh, yeah, to do it. Yep. Uh, you know, another, I mean, very similar. There's just a ton of blowouts this week, actually. Every single game in week two was a blowout. Um, you know, Aaron's team had a pretty good week. His Probably his biggest game was 22 points from TJ Hawkinson yeah. on the Thursday night game. Yeah, that was uh, the death sentence early on. And then Lockett had a monster game versus Detroit. So, yeah, it's ugly. It's real ugly, boy. Uh, it's rough. Yeah, it's rough out here. I mean, Josh Allen's always going to give you a floor of 20 points. Joe Mixon's off to a little bit of a shaky start, and I thought Jamal Williams, if he was going to have a good season, it would have to be in weeks one through four. It is not. He's out. Yeah, he's on IR. He's, it's his, uh, his season's probably done for fantasy relevance. Yeah, because once he comes back, you're going to have Kamara healthy. 
plus whichever one of these rookies or young guys takes Tony, over. Tony Jones or... Tony Jones or Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller, yep. So at best, Jamal Williams is going to be part of a three-man committee when he comes back. I agree with you. I think his fantasy season's over. Say something nice about my team. That would uh, that would that would cheer my spirits up a bit. Uh, big weeks ahead for Jameer Gibbs, and Christian McCaffrey has been exceeding expectations so far. Those are two good things about your team. Um, now let's get to the bad, which is everything else. <laughs> let's, uh, let's not. Let's skip. Uh, you're a you're a wasteland at quarterback because Richardson's going to be hurt all year and Justin Fields sucks. Uh, your wide receiver room is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Jalen Waddle's banged up. Zay Jones is out. DJ Moore sucks. Uh, Dotson's okay and London's okay, but he's in an offense that doesn't run. Um, you have no tight end, and uh, your kicker sucks. That about sums it up. That's your kicker, though. So that's, that's, that's my old kicker. He's gone. He's, 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 he's been good. served his papers. Good, good. No, I mean, the one thing you do have going for you is I think that McCaffrey, Gibbs, and Javante is a really good three-headed running back monster. I just don't think you have much else. Guys, listen, if anyone wants to come to me for Christian McCaffrey, I'm looking for a running back or receiver, so... Hit me up. Yeah. It's bag of sun chips will get, and, uh, and a running back receiver of the second tier will get you Chris. Yeah, McCaffrey. we'll send that trade ASAP. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Except dark, for TJ. Dark days ahead for Tony. TJ, Matt. Yeah, TJ, Matt. And you, George, yeah. I'm fine. I- I'll be fine. Uh, finally, we got yet another blowout, Matt against Eddie. So, obviously, this was an extremely bittersweet week for Matt because he got the win. He's 2-0 and in first place in points in the in the league, but, of course, his top pick is done for the year. Yeah, his, his Maybe for his career. Running back got his knee pushed in pretty good. So all of a sudden, Matt goes from having a, one of the best rosters in the league to really having a serious running back problem. Well, let's also talk about um, Eddie, how it was last week he highest points for, and then this week it just puts up a total dud. So his team's kind of interesting to see what they're really going to do this year. Yeah, I mean, on paper, Eddie doesn't really look like he has a good team. And when Eckler's hurt, it's even worse. That's a good point, yeah. I, I mean, even then, it's like a Pacheco or Algier. Algier's nice, but... It just seems like Bijan's getting everything. I mean, the week one, he had a really nice week. I mean, Eddie's really weak, I would say, just overall at running back, and he's weak at quarterback because Lawrence is not off to a good start. Purdy is, you know, okay but not great. And, uh, you know, after Eckler, he doesn't have a whole lot. I mean, Pacheco and Algier is not a great combo, I don't think. Uh, but moving over to Matt's team, you know, you know who's had a really disappointing start to your, their season that everybody's talking about is Damian Pierce. Yeah. Well, I'm just, they're going to be down a lot, and they're going to, it's, you know, they're throwing a lot. You know, Tank Dell is your new favorite guy, probably getting flex play. Yep, yep. Tank Dell is going to be an every week starter. Obviously, Matt did get Puka, which is huge. I mean, Puka with another 22 yeah, points. If he didn't have Puka, he, he he might be starting. Well, he he beat me week one because I'm everyone. I'm the I'm the fodder this year. <laughs> oh, you know? yeah, yeah. I'm hoping I win a one game at least, man. Oh, it's, it's rough. I will never live that down. Um, but one, you know, uh, Calvin Ridley took a step back. The two teams that I think me and you were both really high on in the AFC was Jacksonville and Cincy, and they have both been bad. Yeah. I mean, at least Kansas City has an excuse. Cincinnati for sure. Jacksonville, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say they're, you know, they're that bad. I mean, they lost to Kansas City. They won week one. They did. It was, it was a squeaker against the Colts, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they, you know, no, there's no shame in losing to Kansas City, but when you, this offense that's supposed to be high-powered only puts up nine points. Yeah. It's not like Patrick Mahomes plays defense. Since he, I mean, Burroughs hurt, right? So that's the main reason. I mean, maybe. And they also had that terrible weather game in week one against Cleveland. So, I mean, I definitely think there's a way that 
Uh, Cincinnati turns their season around. Um, Jacksonville, they're certainly not out of anything. They're one and one. Their division's but, pretty weak, too. Yeah, and their division is weak. They're almost de- they're in a similar situation to the Lions, really, where they're almost definitely going to win their division, but they're not looking good. Uh, Darren Waller took it took a nice step forward, but uh, overall, you know, you think Matt's team it took a huge hit with the loss of Nick Chubb, and I don't see really Eddie or Matt being super dangerous down the stretch without a trade or two. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm open to trades, guys. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a wrap-up for our week two, and we will move on. And let's head right into our week three picks and predictions. Uh, first up, we got Mike against me. Mike had a terrible start from Danny Dimes. Three, basically four points to my zero. I'm going to go heavy with myself. Uh, what's new? George by a million. George heavy. Big shock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm going to go with you as well just because that Danny Dimes start. That's pretty atrocious. I mean... If he can get if he can get Kelsey going, I mean, he's got he's got some guys that can put up some big numbers, and it's going to be the swan song for Madison. Um, but then a dinged up Amon Ra, yeah, well, he's going you know he's all we got. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you as well. I mean, you just got to go with it. Maybe Chase will get his shit together. Probably not. I think he's a bust this year. And James Connors is not gonna get shit against the Dallas defense. His only hope is that Travis Kelsey absolutely feasts against Chicago, which is possible. Very, it's more, probably more likely than not. But it, it won't be enough to save him, I don't think. You'll probably land at 100 points like you have been. Yeah, I, I see myself being about a 100-point team all year. And, and maybe if Kyle Pitts dies, then I can put somebody else in there. Make it 105. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There <laughs> and, we go. Uh, I think Mike's going to put up an absolute stinker this week. I agree. I'm going to take myself by a actually low-point me this week, which would be nice. Uh, next up, we got the Sunnyvale Shithawks against Detroit Dritty Dicking. Uh, two one and one teams, but I think Tyler has a better squad. He's up twenty two to zero with Debo Samuel only having gone. Yeah, I'm actually going to differ with you on that one. I'm going to say uh, Scott's going to win this week. I mean, Debo Samuel is really what boosted Tyler. I what what really stands out to me is DeAndre Swift. Gainwell's back. I know I was talking shit earlier, but I think it's going to be a split split backfield, and I and I think Gainwell's a better runner. So I actually said I think Tyler's team might be better overall. But I'm going to go with Scott as well for the win. I think Tua, if Tua and Tyreek have a big game against Denver, which they probably will, that's going to make Scott win every week. Yeah, and CeeDee Lamb's great. I mean, Travis Etienne against Houston's going to feast. Mike Williams. I mean, James Cook against Washington. Washington's got a pretty stout defense, but. Yeah, I don't know about Cook, but I think everybody else on Scott's team is going to feast. So I'm actually going to agree with you on that one. Uh, the one thing about Scott's team is I just don't think his bench is very good. But Scott's starting starting now. Now that he has a quarterback, I think Scott's team actually gets a lot better, despite the hate on our trade. So I'm going to go Scott in that one, but in a nail-biter. I think Scott wins handily. Uh, next up, we got Mormon Matt against Vinny. Uh, and this is kind of a close one. I mean, Burrow having a bad start. I guess Burrow's going to play. Um, but it's, it's a pretty kind of a toss-up game. So, I mean... I think Mormon's in a situation like mine where ESPN is giving us pretty good projections, but it we both it's, it doesn't mean shit. Our teams won't do anything. I think Vinny wins. I think um, Kirk Cousins is going to have a, a garbage-time field day with the Chargers. Um, Kyron Williams is in his lineup. That's a nice look. I, I think I think he's got enough guys that, that can pop off that, he, that Vinny has another nice week, 110 or plus, you know? I'm going to differ from you on that one. I think Mormon's going to have a good week. Um, I think Derrick Henry against Cleveland's going to get the ball a million times. I think I think that the Cincinnati Rams game might turn into a shootout, which is not good news for Kyron Williams, even if it might be a little bit of good news for Tyler Higby. And I, I don't know. I, I just think uh, I think I just think Mormon has more guys that can blow up on his lineup. So I'm going to take Mormon. In this I need one. him to lose and 
join me at being still defeated, you know? Yes, yes. He's your only competition. Well, him and Mike and Scott are maybe your competition for worse. I thought Scott got better. He did. That's true, yeah. That's true. Yeah, Mormon and Mike probably your competition for the, the basement there. Uh, next up, we got Tony against John. You are off to a great start with McCaffrey, but I'm worried you shot your load there. I mean, that's all I have is McCaffrey, dude. I mean, could you imagine if I didn't have him? Oh, yeah. I'd be putting up six. It'd be a goddamn points. nightmare. Imagine, this, imagine if you took Eckler instead of McCaffrey. George, this is a week. It comes together. <laughs> am I down? Am I down my starting? Am I down two starting receivers? Am I down my starting quarterback? Doesn't matter. <laughs> I am Justin w- Fields is going to march into Arrowhead. <laughs> He's going to ruin Mormon, Mormon Matt's and uh, Mike's Sunday afternoon and get a W and combine with DJ Moore and Fields. 50 points. <laughs> All right. I I'm just kidding. I'm going to lose. Yeah, you're going to lose. call what it is. John by a million. Uh, I'm sorry, bud. It's dark, dark days. Honestly, for your sake, I hope you win. I, I need I need. This is win. the last pot if you lose. Yeah, if I go defeated, I'm done with this league. <laughs> I'm dropping everybody. <laughs> um, next up, we got Matt Kalishin, Kardashian, against TJ. Uh, you know, TJ is one and one. He does have a loss to me. So not number one in the league by any means, although he does have a lot of points for. Of course, we already talked about Matt's team being much worse after the loss of Chubb. What do you think about this one? I mean, I hate to say it, but TJ's probably going to win. Uh, the, uh, the law office of Robinson and Robinson's a good one-two punch at running back. It's been pretty pretty spectacular so far. Adams, Collins, Devontae Smith, I mean, it's hard to beat that. And like you said, uh, uh, sorry, Matt Kalishan is falling apart, so... His, his top two picks are out. You know, I am actually going to pick Matt as much as I think TJ has the better team, and I'll tell you why. Because you selfishly you want TJ to lose? Well, yes, that's reason okay. one. That's reason two reason. Is, is that I think this is Zach Moss's last opportunity for a big game as the Indy, as the Indy running back. And it's also one of Puka's probably last opportunities before a cup comes off the IR. So you think Zach Moss is going to feast on Baltimore D? I don't know that he's going to feast, but I think a touchdown is, is almost definitely going to happen, especially with no Richardson stealing goal line carries. What, what Matt really needs is a big game out of uh, Damian Pierce. That's, that's kind of been one of the struggles on his team. Yeah, and that's going to be tough against a really stout Jacksonville defense. But another thing I look at on TJ's side here is I see that he also has Nico Collins, who's also going to struggle against Jacksonville with Ayuk still out. And I also think that Brian Robinson is going to have a very tough time getting points against Buffalo. I can't believe he's not starting, starting Jalen Reed. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, you'd think he would start Packers all the time. Although I think A.J. Dillon is dead to him after, uh, <laughs> after think, the game against me. I think so. I yeah. Think right. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's Cheeseburger Lacey all over again. Cheeseburger Eddie, right? Yep. Eddie Lacey. But I, do, I am actually going to take Matt in this one. Um, I like, as, even though TJ's team's better, I think this is a good week for Matt matchup-wise. Matt's team is just going to fall apart when Moss and Puka are done. Also, shout out to TJ for taking Green Bay Packers and Survivor last weekend. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> yep, TJ is eliminated from Survivor. Thank you. Goodbye. It's good to see you won't win everything. <laughs> uh, next up, we'll go to Eddie against Aaron. Uh, Eddie has 45, but he has already had three of his guys go. Aaron has had one guy go for 10. Aaron has the Niners D, which got him 10 points. Eddie had a pretty good day from Kittle, great day from Moody, and a good day from Brock Purdy. Yeah, I think it's a great start. I mean, I think only thing his team is missing is CMC. Holler at me. <laughs> um, but, you know, his running backs, I don't, I don't like him. He's got Tyler Algier, which who, he could have a good, you know, he's getting some shares. Touchdown so he, dependent. Yeah, he could have a good a good week. Pacheco I'm not in love with. Um, but receivers are pretty nice. And, you know, I, I need a receiver. 
I mean, Alave is kind of middle of the pack, I think. Yeah, but, you know, you package up a nice nice little Eckler and an Alave, a little <laughs> CMC. Maybe they'll send you a Dotson or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I'm interested in Evan Ingram, Eddie. So, well, what are we talking about? Eddie doesn't listen to these. No, you're right. <laughs> what are we doing? We're, we're yelling at the wall right now. <laughs> you're right. He's probably the only one that doesn't listen. I think even Aaron, like the mystery owner, um, listens. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron, some questionable... Maybe not questionable, but I think just necessary t- decisions he had to make this week. He's been ravaged by injury, so he's got you know he's got Justice Hill in, so his his he's out, so he's got to throw somebody else in right there. Yeah, well, uh, again, Aaron probably somebody who does not listen to this. He has children, but Aaron is in a tough spot. Jamal Williams is out. He's um, gonna have to drop somebody. Yeah, he has no running backs, and I will. It sounds sounds like he might be in line for a Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, hit me up, Aaron. And I'll, I'll, I'm probably going to swoop up whoever he drops, is my guess. So I'm going <laughs> to actually take Eddie in this one, just because Aaron does not have a running back. I think he'll fix it before, so I, I think we have to. But even then, I, I mean, I don't know who's available at running back. Yeah, Matt Matt uh, Kalishin took Chubba off the waivers. Yeah, so he's That was be, probably your only guaranteed points on the waiver wire. He might be looking at, at best five points from a, a running back in the waiver wire. Yeah. Oh, well, never mind. No, 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 no. I just, I, I reloaded and I was looking. I'm like, oh, he's got Mostert in the flex. I mean, that's the wrong team. It's the wrong team, Tony. Yeah. Who's in his flex? Uh, he has Lockett yeah, in the flex. He's, 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 Aaron's great at receiver. He's weak at running back. And you know what I'm weak at? Receiver. And? Quarterback. And? Tight end. And? Defense. And? Kicker. I, 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 fired, <laughs> I fired the kicker. So burn the duster. <laughs> burn the duster. All right. Let's, uh, but yeah, I think I'm going to go with, um, I think we'll go with Eddie as well because there's nothing to pick up. It's a graveyard. All right. Well, next up, uh, we are going to go into some of our NFL picks. Obviously, we already had the Niners put a pretty good hurting on the Giants. Um, But first up, we will go to the hometown boys. Lions, Falcons, Detroit favored by three. This is a tough game. Give me Detroit and the points. (sighs) What the fuck? I'll do the same. It's it's nerve-wracking. You know, we're out six or seven players this week. So, And Atlanta's pretty hot. I just don't buy Atlanta. I don't buy Atlanta. Detroit's done a good job of stuffing the run. They can't I just think throw the ball. That's personal hate for Pitts, but, you know, I'm with you. Let's uh, forward down the field. No, it's really not. It's it's hate for Arthur Smith's, like, overly conservative style. I just don't think that shit works. I've screamed at Pete Carroll repeatedly for doing the same thing. And he stopped doing it, and now the Seahawks are a good team. You know, it can work if you if you got the right, like, offensive coordinator and if you, if you can use, utilize a run-first mentality, you know? Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Seahawks, Panthers in Seattle. Seattle by five and a half. I'm going to take Seahawks to win, Panthers to beat the spread. So, you know the Red Rocket starting, right? Uh, for the Carolina? Yeah. I, I actually think that might be better for them than Bryce Young. Is at, at Carolina? It's in Seattle. Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, it's in Seattle. I'm going to take Carolina the points just because big, big road win. Maybe it's like a little high, you know. You, so, you think Carolina's going to win the game? No, cover. Cover. I think and, a little hangover. Yeah, I think they kind of sleepwalk a little bit. That's kind of my that's my impression as well. Seattle's a much better team, but I yeah. mean, Dalton's going to play probably a conservative, smart game, you know? Uh, next up, we got Titans-Browns in Cleveland. There's going to be bad weather. Cleveland's favored by three and a half. I'm going to take Cleveland and the points. I'm going to take Titans and the points. Titans to win outright? It's tough. I'm, yeah, fuck it. Titans to win outright. Yeah. I don't think that's crazy. I think that game's a bit of a coin flip. Yeah. I'm just high on Cleveland this year. The more I think about it, the more I think he, Titans' uh, rain game actually probably plays into the Titans' hands. Right. That's where they don't have Chubb anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe you're right on that one. But whatever. I'll stick with my original Browns and the points. Um, next up, we got Saints-Packers. Uh, basically a pick with Green Bay being at home and favored by one. I'm going to take the... 
Oof, that's tough. It's I mean, it's basically there's there's pretty much no line. I think the Saints are a better team, but I think at home Packers get it done, so I'll take Green Bay. I'm taking Green Bay as well. I, I think it's a game they got to have. They had, you know, last week they were up they were up pretty handily against Atlanta and they fell apart. So something they got to win to get, to get back on the right track here. Yeah, I mean, I could say one thing we're probably both wrong about is that Jordan Love is a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, he's not bad. He's he's not top tier, but he's certainly not. He's, he's at least top twenty. He's serviceable. Yeah, he's serviceable. Uh, next up, we got Broncos Dolphins in Miami. Miami favored by six. I'm going to take Miami and the to beat the spread and win. I'm going to take. Uh, I think Miami's going to win, but I think I think the Broncos will cover. They're zero and two team. They're hungry, but I don't think it's enough. All right. Next up, we got Chargers Vikings, and basically a pick 'em. This is a game I've heard the most people talk about than any other game because these are two zero and two teams. I think the Chargers are a better team than Minnesota, but it's in Minnesota. It's a one point spread for Minnesota. I like the Chargers to win here. I think. I do too. I think it's going to be it could be the game of the week though. That's I mean there's yeah. pretty similar teams, right? Yeah. I mean obviously well, I mean at the moment Chargers have a pretty similar run game, but obviously Chargers do have a better running back overall. Yeah. The Chargers are definitely a better team, but they're a much worse coach team. Yeah. Yep. Uh next up we got Patriots Jets. It's in New York and and New England is favored by two and a half. Oof, this is a tough one. This is a really tough one. I'm gonna take the. I think I'm gonna take the Jets here, sending New England to zero and three. Give me the Pats. Give me the Pats and the points. This is a total Belichick game, man. Yeah, yeah. I think this is one he wins. It's just, and it's gonna be a nasty one. What's the over under on it? Do you have it available? Uh, thirty six. Yeah, I was gonna say that's this, another bad weather this, game. This, All the East Coast games this, are gonna be this bad weather. To like a like a thirteen to seven game or a 10, 10 17. Yeah, I, I get that. I don't think that's ridiculous. Things like that. Uh, next up, we got Bills and Commanders in Washington, Buffalo by six. I'm going to take Bills to win, Washington to cover. Man. The Commanders just play slow, grinding games, and the, Sam Howell's better than six, you think. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. I think since Buffalo – or, I'm sorry, um, Commanders are 2-0. and oh, They're high in their horse. But that's a lot of points. The NFL, six points is a lot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, speaking of a lot of points, next up we got the Jaguars in Jacksonville, favored over the Texans by six and a half. Uh, I'm going to take Jacksonville, and I'm going to take them to take the points. I think Jacksonville blows the Texans out of the water. Texans have been overperforming, even though they're 0-2. Jags have been underperforming. Give me the Jags. 100% with you. I mean, Colts beat them by 10, right? Yeah. Yep. And the Colts are a poop team as well. That whole division is a poop division. The the AFC South is terrible. It's pretty poop. And it's honestly, we give a lot of grief to the NFC East because they are on TV so much and they've been bad for so long. But the AFC South arguably is the worst division in football most years. I mean, yeah. yeah. Since Peyton retired. Or went to Denver, I should say. Yeah, and it was, you know, it's been years, like probably the past four or five years, it's been the Titans, right? And then the Colts had, the Colts and the Jaguars have had some good years, but yeah, nothing, Tennessee's always kind of been really a wild and hard team. Yeah, and the Texans have always just been a horribly run organization that mismanaged a ton of talent. Colts is ran by a raging alcoholic and Jim Harrison. <laughs> yeah, Pillhead, actually. <laughs> Whatever. You yeah, he what... likes a good Xanax uh, liquor mix. Yeah, I'm sure he has a scotch and a Xanax in the morning. <laughs> uh, next up, speaking of the AFC South, we got the Ravens in Baltimore, favored by eight over the Colts. Baltimore just doesn't blow teams out, so I'm going to take them to win and the Colts to cover the spread. Now, so I think beginning of the year, Baltimore played at Houston, right? And I believe the line was nine and a half or ten, and 
Baltimore covered that handily, but I think 20 they won or something like that. So I'm going to go with Baltimore to cover. I know it's a lot of points and it's scary, but I think they cover. I, I think Gardner Minshew, I, I don't agree. That's fair. I mean, that is fair. I, I think Gardner Minshew has a better chance of keeping it close than Richardson because you know he's going to play relatively safe. You know, he's not going to throw three picks, but regardless. Holy smokes, this is a huge, a couple of just monster spreads coming up for our last <laughs> few games. Chiefs and Bears in Kansas City, Chiefs by 12 and a half. That's so tough. That is huge. Obviously, I'm sure we both picked the Chiefs to win the game. Yeah. But That's man, a lot of Kansas points. City has not exactly been on fire this season. That is a ton of points, even in Arrowhead. Mm. Oh, man. I think I'm going to take the Chiefs to beat the spread. I think the Chiefs win by 14. I got to take the point. I mean, I would never bet this game. Chiefs are obviously going to win. I would take the point. So that's so many points. You take the Bears to cover. And maybe it's a get right spot. I don't, I mean, I don't know the Chiefs. That's a really tough Are one. that great of a defense, right? Yeah. I mean, what's his name? Chris Jones is back, right? Yeah, but it's like you've been waiting for the Chiefs offense to have a game where they finally open it up and look good. Yeah, and I, I think this is the game. I don't argue that. I, I, I could see them winning 28, you know, or 35 to. 28, yeah, that fits, right? That's 12 and a half, right? Yeah, that, that covers. 35 to 28 is 7. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, does it cover the spread? Oh, yes, yes. I just, you know, garbage time. But yeah, no, 12 and a half is a huge spread. I'm not arguing with you there, so I think that's reasonable. Fields will probably throw a pick six. I'm oh, gonna, yeah, he's definitely going to throw a pick I'm six. I'm yeah. Just oh, let yeah. the man fucking run. <laughs> and then put TJ Moore at running back. Just run, just run the option all day. Please. Something. Or maybe you know, those, uh, like, the... Pop passes where the, the you know, the uh, little shovel pass where oh, it counts yeah. as a reception, yeah. but it's basically a handoff. All day. Yeah, just all day to DJ Moore. Just play double passes every snap. <laughs> so I get a point every fucking snap. <laughs> Something, please. Our next massive spread, Cowboys-Cardinals in Arizona. Dallas favored by 13. That Dallas defense is great, no question. They just lost Diggs. Josh Dobbs is playing a lot better than you would have thought based on his appearance. He looks <laughs> ill. He looks very ill, which is funny because the one who... I shouldn't make that joke. <laughs> James Conner jokes I shouldn't make. Yeah, that. no, you should not. <laughs> so I'm going to take... I'm going to take the Cardinals definitely to cover. I think 13 points at home is crazy. I think Dallas is a little overrated. I think they just have a good defense. I don't think we've seen what their offense can really do yet. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I think... I don't think the Cardinals... I think I think they're... they're I think they're a feisty, fiery team. You know, I think they're going to... I think they're trying to give you... They're going to give you some shots. I mean... Going into this this year, I thought they were tanking for sure, and maybe they are. But Dobbs is showing up. I mean, the players are playing hard, so they haven't quit yet. So I think they're gonna, you know, I think they'll cover the points. Yeah, and I, and I think that Dobbs uh, for the Cardinals is kind of a lot like Minshew for the Colts, you know, or one, one with of these great hair, one with no hair. <laughs> well, you know, it's like one of these guys who's a backup who comes in, who's going to play a relatively conservative game. They're not going to probably be, you know, bomb the ball down the field or throw a bunch of picks. I mean, they still have decent weapons, right? With James Conner, he's a decent running back, but uh, uh, Hollywood Brown. Zach Ertz. Yeah. Not- Hollywood Brown's actually had a decent start to his season. Someone's got to catch balls there. Yeah, exactly. Ertz is like the one of some of the highest numbers of targets in yeah. all of football after the first few weeks. You know who snagged him up? Vinny, Vinny has been doing a great job of research, I'm Vinny, telling Vinny's, you. Yeah. Vinny, Vinny is definitely our most improved player, and I think I've said that in previous years, but every year Vinny gets better, and you seem to get worse. <laughs> Don't know what's going on, dude. <laughs> Uh, next up, we got. I don't know what's going on. Well, you, I tell you what the problem is. You invested in the Bears. That, yeah, you know, it's like a, plain and simple. Yeah, that's oh. what your problem is. Uh, next up, we got Steelers Raiders in Las Vegas. Vegas by two and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers to win outright. Give me, hey. give me Vegas. I fucking hate the Steelers. Really, I, 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 I hate the quarterbacks. I don't like the receivers. I don't like Najee Harris. 
I don't. I'm not crazy about the, the Steelers, days. but I think the Raiders are way overperforming currently. I think the Raiders are one of the worst teams in football. I, just, I think Kenny Pickett's fucking tragic, dude. It's <laughs> terrible. But the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is still really good, and Jimmy Garoppolo still sucks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think, I, I think I'd rather have Jimmy G, and then the receiver. Then Kenny Pickett. Back. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, touche. Um, I'm going to take Steelers to win outright. You got Raiders to win and cover. Yep. All righty. And finally, another doubleheader on Monday night, which I fucking hate. Um, and I'm going to be sweating it out because it's Eagles-Bucks followed by Rams-Bengals. Uh, Philly favored by five in Tampa Bay. Whew. This is a tough one. Give me the Bucks and the – give me the Eagles to win, but give me the points. I think I'm going to take Philly to cover, but I think a late touchdown is what covers. Okay. I, yeah, I think I think the Eagles have – I mean, they blew – they, they kind of blew out um, – Minnesota last week. I, haven't, I don't think they've been playing that great. I don't think they're firing in all cylinders like last year. I totally agree. So I, the Bucks have been fucking sneaky good. Yeah, I mean, I think Mayfield comes down to earth one of these weeks. The Bucks are, to me, a lot like the Raiders and the Texans were teams that are, like, playing a little bit better than you'd think they were. But really, those are bad teams that are going to come down to earth. So give me Eagles to cover. Uh, and finally, we got Rams-Bengals, which uh, Very if you told me the Rams had a better record than the Bengals in this game, I would have said you were crazy. This is actually a really interesting game just because how hot the Rams are and everyone thought they wouldn't be very good this year, right? Yeah. And the Bengals are the darling, you know, one of the teams you might have picked them for the Super Bowl. I did. Team. I picked them to win the Super Bowl. 0-2, yeah. a game they got to get. Burrow's kind of hobbling around. Yeah, Cincinnati favored by 2.5 in Cincy. I'm going to take Cincy to win and cover. I think this is their get-right game, and I think this is the game. That, I mean, Cincy has to win. They're 0-2, and think, the Rams think, are already overperforming. I think you're right. I think it's a three-point game. I think they win by three. Close game, though. Yeah, I mean, it's almost impossible to pick the, to pick the Bengals to win and not cover when it's a two-and-a-half-point spread. It'd just be, you know, 28-27, pretty, pretty bad. Um, that's a pretty good Monday night slate, actually. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I hate the doubleheaders on Monday, but I do like that it's two pretty good games. I'm going to be sweating those games out hardcore. And finally, we got the part that we know all the boys love the most, our power rankings, where TJ will send us angry texts if he's not ranked high enough. <laughs> but I got news for you, buddy. You're number one in my list. Number one in our, well, number 12 in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, Tony, you want to go first? Are we just going to go side by side? Uh, no, why don't I think okay, it makes okay. a little more sense. All right, I'll know. start with one. I also picked TJ. Um, rat bastard. Rat fuck. But, man, he's put together a nice squad and... Fuck. It's only going to get worse. Number two, John. I mean, th- there's another candidate for most improved player, right? Yeah, that's true. I don't know if it's dumb luck or he's putting in the work, but he's doing he's put together a nice squad. I'm going to lose to him. It's fucking oh, yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Aaron. Aaron's put together a nice squad. He's 2-0 and and uh, looking pretty good. Four, I have Matt K, which is really interesting if you see here, George. My, my uh, top four, three of them I play twice. I don't know who stacked these fucking schedules. Sounds like some very favorable rankings you're doing there. Trying to maybe boost in the coach's poll a little bit. I don't know about that. All right, I'm just going to run through really quick. Vinny, I got Vinny at five, Eddie at six. I got you at seven, George. That's a bullshit ranking, and you know it. I'm looking at yours right now. Bullshit. Um, Eight, Tyler. I mean, really, between from seven to 12, I shouldn't say 12. Seven to... (laughs) Eleven. Seven to nine, I would say, is, is a pretty... It's a it, it's a medley. You can kind of rank him where you want. So um, Tyler, Scott, Mike at ten, Mormon at eleven. I put myself at last, but the bottom me, Mormon and Mike, man, we have some shit squads, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a cellar 
a cellar dwelling fest down there. This is one of those times when I kind of wish that we did have a dynasty league because it's people like you and Mormon, the cellar dwellers, can start trading for draft picks. I just. But then, of course, the TJs of the world win. Does he? Is he good at fan, is he good at dynasty? Uh, yeah, no, he made a really savvy trade with Aaron Rodgers in Dynasty, I heard. Oh, what was it? Uh, I don't know. He gave up, like, just a couple top-tier young receivers for Aaron Rodgers. I thought it was Derrick Henry. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was Derrick Henry for Aaron Rodgers. Well, Derek, that makes sense, though, Derek, in, in Aaron, Dynasty. Aaron Rodgers will outlast Derrick Henry. Well, yeah, in, in Dynasty, you want the oldest players. That's how it works. Yeah, because it's like it's like experience points or something. Y- exactly. You get experience points, and the less years they're in the league, the better your team does. I don't know if you thought he was playing Dynasty or uh, World of Warcraft, but <laughs> what a terrible trade. Uh, I'll give you my rankings now. Unfortunately, I already got Rat TJ at number one. I also have John at number two. I have myself in the proper ranking at number three. Oh, that's fucking laughable, bud. I would have had Matt at number three before the Nick Chubb thing, but that dropped him way down my list, unfortunately. Uh, number four, I got Aaron, and number five, I got Vinny. To me, there's a big gap between those top five and everybody else. Um, I think Tyler, I have at six, Scott at seven, Eddie at eight, and Matt Kalishan at nine. And I think five, I think six through nine is super interchangeable. Then the bottom three were pretty easy. Mike at 10, Mormon at 11, Tony at 12. Oh I'm God. not even being mean to you, bud. It's just the facts. You I mean, have the worst team in the I league. I clearly agreed with the ranking, right? Yeah. yeah Somebody trade me, God damn it. Well, boys, that's a wrap. Uh, I have to go to a family dinner now. I'm, I'm hammered off cider, and that's about it. Just cider. Cider and chicken fingers. Tony's like tears. Yeah, fucker. <laughs> uh, butt Stuff Weekly. Boys are back. Boys are back in town.